This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Well, it doesn't work anymore because now you just you're sliding into DMs. Yeah. And no one no one cares. Much like the pitch mode. Yeah. So we had a week off. How are you? I'm okay. It it's just been okay. a weird weekend. Aaron got diagnosed with fibromyalgia on Friday. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Uh holy fuck. Yep. That's so insane. that's gonna be an adjustment, but she's been yeah. dealing with it for the last several years. She just never had somebody who would go so far as to say, oh, yeah, I believe that you actually have a problem. Yeah. And uh, and let's let's figure out what it is. So I, I guess what is what are the like the symptoms? Like, how does she know? <laughs> it's it's a weird one. And I feel like it's almost in some ways a catch all for the fact of uh, we don't listen to women. Um, because what? it's it's eighty to ninety percent of the people who are affected by it are women. Okay, there's not a way to diagnose it so much as there is a way to diagnose what you don't have, and certain tests will come up as false positives, and it's a process of elimination to try to figure out. Oh no, but it's not actually that. It's really this thing, and um, there's no way of knowing where it comes from yet. Although certain Things like traumas. Um, Aaron had her gallbladder taken out, and it was a double operation. She had her gallbladder taken out and a uh, a growth um, internally taken out at the same time uh, on my 40th birthday. God damn! And um, and then when she got out of the hospital and she was recovering, she went back to work too soon, got pneumonia. So I had to go and take more time off. And of course, her work was like, "You're just full of shit." Um, and, and it's kind of like with my achalasia, like, I think I got my achalasia because I had a really bad cough and I coughed myself into a small hernia. Okay. And I think that might've caused some of the problems with my, my throat, but I don't know for sure. And there, again, don't know where it comes from. Uh, but it was weird that my best friend and I were both affected by it at the same time. Uh, fibromyalgia really common. Like in in the sense that I know a lot of women who've had their their gallbladder taken out, I also know a lot of women that have fibromyalgia or or very similar things and and suffer a lot of the same effects or have fibromyalgia on top of some other stuff. Um, and and again, it it's one of those things that is now very very talked about. For a long time, it wasn't it wasn't known, but I think it's because people just didn't give a shit to know. Yeah, um, it's like how we have a lot of kids who have autism, but for 
years and years, it's not like there weren't kids who had autism. It's just that they got institutionalized or they got uh, whipped. <laughs> you know, they yeah. got they got beat by their parents to just pay more fucking attention. Um, it, it's it, in many ways, we still deal with what is similar to a primitive culture when it comes to modern medicine. And and I, I think in America, especially, it's because modern medicine is still a for-profit kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And so we'll run a billion tests, but not actually care about what you're doing. And then we'll just stampede you in and stampede you out. Um, if you're lucky, you're in a place that has good doctors and everything. And Aaron got really lucky. The, the medical facilities in the town here... Uh, seem to give a crap you know they, they've helped my mom a lot she just had her knee replaced uh, about a month and a half ago and her car- recovery has gone immensely great and that's after her accident a couple years ago when she first moved here and she had to be in recovery for months um so it, it, it's it's unfortunate to say that aaron having this we're lucky <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's lucky um They've started her on some medication, which is mostly to help her sleep because she doesn't have restful sleep. Okay. Uh, she's exhausted. She's in pain a lot of the time. And 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 it's good days and bad days. And it's regulating what is a good day and what's a bad day. And there's a long list of things that will will spark the symptoms. And it's unfortunately all stuff that we like, like um, caffeine. And she loves her coffees uh, and her, her Diet Cokes. And I was just... Right with the last couple of weeks I was saying, you know, maybe it's time that we win you off the diet Coke because but that's, so that's a terrible thing in a lot of ways. So I love diet soda, but when I stopped drinking it and like, eventually I just, I don't really like once in a while I'll have one, but it's not like every day where like I go out to lunch and I'm like, got to get a diet Coke. Like eventually right. you'll just stop wanting it. But coffee is, I really like the taste of coffee. It has nothing to do with yeah. the caffeine. So I can't even be like, just drink decaf because I think decaf does taste like shit. And, and, and that's, that's, really true is that she enjoys the act of going to get her coffee yeah but in, and it's an addiction in the same way that she enjoys getting up and having her her cigarette the first thing in the morning and right. smoking is another thing that's gonna have to i was stop. gonna say i bet that's gotta stop too a, a lot of stuff does and it's gonna affect the both of us because there's gonna be things that i'm used to just eating crap yeah and having that around the house and, and always like i go shopping and i get her treats and stuff because that i that's how I make myself feel happy. And I figure oh, I'll bring Aaron donuts. She likes her powdered donuts. Yep. And that's going to have to change. And then I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to be able to have that stuff around the house myself. Yeah. I mean, which it's a change, fair. but it's obviously, I mean, in the long run, it'll be better for both of you. You know what I mean? And, and like yeah. it sucks and it's going to be a pain in the ass, but it, I think you guys will both be happier in the long run. Well, I had my first impossible burger last week from Burger uh, we King. Went out to eat. Uh, no, no, not okay. from Burger King. Because I, I really have done as much as I can to not eat fast food since moving out here. It, it's Fair it's literally been like I've been to McDonald's probably less than five times, like for myself to actually get food that I'm eating, yeah. less than five times in the year that we've been here. And beyond McDonald's, I've gone to Arby's a few times because Arby's is still kind of a special thing for me. Yeah. Um, but between the two of them, less than 15 times. Uh, two trips to Taco Bell I, I, in in a year's time, which I used to live off of McDonald's at my last job for my yeah. lunches because of the dollar menu. Um, it's a it's a huge change, but it's not like I'm eating good. I'm just not eating fast food. Right. So real quick before, because I do want to talk to you about these Impossible Burgers. Um, when you're talking about um, the healthcare industry and how they never really cure you, 
It reminded me there's a song by the band Let Live called White America's Beautiful Black Market. Let that sink in. But there's okay. a line and it says, they say get sick, then feel better. Be sure that they will never cure you. You're worth so much more diseased. Huh. And that's, I fucking work in that field. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, I work, so. I work for a company that makes <laughs> devices for, for health and stuff yeah. and, and pushes wellness very yeah. very much a lot. In our, our cafeterias, they, they do meals that are very reasonably priced. They're not always the greatest things in the world, and we go out to eat a lot more because we want to get the fuck out of there. Right. But right. they do a good job. Like, right. I'd gone from getting up in the morning and and eating, like, their their breakfast stuff, which is, like, your hash browns, your your eggs, and things like that. And part of this is cost. It's because it's I'm very poor. I went from that <laughs> to eating uh, yogurt and granola parfaits that I would make there. And... and Literally, these were like three dollars, but it's a it's a good amount of yogurt and, and and granola and some fresh fruit that I put in there. Yeah. And now I'm just eating a goddamn uh, bowl of oatmeal every morning, which is a dollar. So again, it's it's part of it is because I'm poor, but also um, I'm I'm trying to do better in the things. And the woman who works at the counter is like, notice she's she sees me eyeball. They've got these uh, cheesy tots, uh, so they're like they're like little mini hash brown bites. And uh, they're filled with cheese, and they're just fantastic. Uh, such a happiness in a little bite, and and you can fill a whole plate with those and be happy. Sorry, uh, if you, if you're not watching this, I just licked the side of a beer can to which our friend Mike <laughs> said, "Lick that can," and uh, yeah, I thought he was thinking about, you, about something else entirely. No, 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 no. Yeah, we have a cafeteria at work, so like on the last day of the work week where myself and two coworkers are there, we always go get a breakfast burrito. Otherwise, I just, yeah. I just take Greek yogurt and a scoop of protein powder, and that's what I eat for breakfast every day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, it's really hard for me to make the adjustment to eating better because I'm, I'm not a person who's ever leaned towards eating vegetables, uh, or the vegetables that I like are like the really poor ones like corn and. But you know what you could do is um, instead of like because I know a friend of the show Seth Wolf he um, doesn't care for broccoli and green vegetables, mm-hmm. so he just takes powdered greens every day. Yeah, and and there is that, but I need the fiber too. I, no, I that's need... a really good point. I love fiber. I love fiber. End of story. I like taking big meaty dumps. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I feel like I, a I new man. I'm taking a uh, uh, prebiotic probiotic gummy. That little. I was taking through. some fiber pills, and it was like you're supposed to take five of them at a time, four times a day, and that was a Jesus bit much. Christ. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> um, fiber one is banned in my house because of oh, what okay. it does to me. Because it was does your septic yeah. system, yeah, your literal septic system, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I I take a it's a prebiotic probiotic gummy that uh, Meyer had a brand and then they were out the last time, so I got some name brand thing. But uh, I'm taking that. I take my multivitamin. I take my daily allergy pill, and uh, and and I have oatmeal. And it, it's still like it's it's fighting a, a losing battle on on me. <clears throat> Yeah, but it, I mean, it's not cheese. you're not going to just like take pills one day and wake up the next day and be like, right, we're fucking good now. Yeah, but it's better. I, I noticed with the yogurt and stuff, too, it, it was doing things that were making things a little bit better. Yep. And yep. and just that I'm eating in the morning and not waiting until lunch and totally yep. uh, binging is, is helpful. The the Impossible Burger. So yes. uh, there's this restaurant called uh, Hank's Tavern, or it's also called another name, which is very confusing. We tried to meet my parents there. Um, 
cute little place right on a, a river in, in this town. Everything's on a river or a lake. And, um, and we've been going there a few times and we've gotten a few things and they've got, they've got, uh, cheese curds. They've got, uh, fried or fresh. Own, from, yeah. You know, they've got build your own Mac and cheese. They've got a bunch of different, like great appetizers on there, but they, they do have an impossible burger and, and on their list of burgers, they've got all these different kinds they are all very specialty and stuff. And then it just gets to impossible burger. And it's just like, it's just like a fucking burger. Uh, except it's it's vegetables and it, it costs a little bit more, um, so it's not decorated up like you you get a Western burger and you got your barbecue sauce and your bacon and all this other shit. Uh, this obviously they don't do that with this. But it's just like would, you're getting this instead of. Would they let you substitute one of their dressed up burgers with an Impossible Patty? I haven't asked yet, but this okay. is the first time that I'd had it. We went with my parents, and I'm just like I'm, I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to try it out just to see if I can not eliminate meat from my diet yeah but find occasions to not have it and especially not red meat so when i've been making sloppy joes uh at home mm-hmm. i've been getting ground turkey as opposed to ground beef when i do that yeah i i might switch to ground chicken or something like that for tacos because i do love to make tacos yep. if i can if i can just bring it back a little bit because it's really easy especially here Every restaurant is a burger place. Like every restaurant has burgers on the menu, and usually breakfast and and your lunch menu is is burgers. Yeah, and it's real easy to just get a burger because it's basic. You know it. You can dress it how you want, but you just feel comfortable having it. You don't feel comfortable having had it, and um, it's a little too much of that. And and when my dad and mom came out to visit us in California. Dad had a burger everywhere he went. And and I don't see dad eating as many burgers now. And I'm realizing, oh, dad's ahead of the game. Dad knows. Yeah. yeah. He's he's got some years on me. Yeah. So it took him a while to get to that decision. But still. Um, so I'm just I'm trying to make adjustments. But I, I had that impossible burger and and Aaron took a bite of it and and she's like, Well, it, it's nothing special. I'm like, Yeah, it's nothing special. It tastes like a burger though, right? She goes, Well, yeah. I said, Then that's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Um, so on Thursday, I went to Chicago with two friends. We went to, well, Schaumburg. And we went to Kuma's, the metal burger place. And so my friend Jake hadn't been there since he started eating meat again. So he literally just, like you said, I just want a burger. Just give me a fucking baseline. And I was over there getting like the fucking weird thing. It had a brat and apple chutney and all this shit. But I just yep. get it without a bun because I eat like deep fried jalapeno poppers to start. So, and people always look at me and they're like, well, what the fuck are you doing? I said, it's just, dude, it's picking your battles. Like, yeah. I'm going to have two lunch beers and these jalapeno poppers, so I'm not going to get a big ass bun. And then I get a side salad. Pick your battles. Yep. And it's not like you can't eat any of it ever again. You just need to decide where and when you want it and how you're going to, how you're going to ingest it. Yeah. My favorite sandwich uh, from this place called Ike's back in California was called the Deep that. Throat. <laughs> and it was, yeah. it was, Ham, bacon, yeah. uh, I was deep extra dirty you. sauce, um, mozzarella sticks. Just trying to deep throw a dick for you. Yeah, yeah. sure. But Thanks. mozzarella sticks on a sandwich is a goddamn delight. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I keep trying to find places that put mozzarella sticks on burgers. The closest I've got is that for a while at Mr. B's, they were selling uh, fried cheese curds. And I was getting those as my side <clears throat> and then putting those on the burger. But, and it's just wonderful. Dude, one thing you can do, there's a place in Wisconsin called Milwaukee Burger Company. They have a, uh, their cheese curds are like inch by inch cubes. 
They're fucking massive, but they have a cheeseburger with those on them. But yeah, excuse me. One thing I found you can do is if it's on the menu, just ask. Oh yeah, so absolutely. You said, and, and I, I always feel like had... a, I feel like a dick doing it, but I'm always like, man, eh, I'm not like asking them to go down the street to get me something that they don't already have. No, I worked with this guy Tom, and Tom was always like, well, they have all the ingredients; they can make this. I'm like, uh-huh. fuck you, they can make this, sure, but that's not their fucking jobs is to to create a special menu for it. But I, I've ordered off menu before when when I used to go to Bayside all the time. They had stuff on the menu before, and then it went off the menu, and I was like, well, can you still make that? Because I really love that thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we've got all the stuff. I'm like, that's yeah. great. But right. I, I would always be very accepting of, like, if you balk at it at all, I'm fine. I can find something else to eat. Um, and and that's a really good point, and I think it generally helps if you're very, like, understanding. and be like, dude, I understand I'm asking you to do something a little left field, but, like, work with me here. Yeah. Like, I went to a, a bar here for tacos. I got tacos with some coworkers, and I said, look, like, I want these tacos but i said but can you literally just bring me a, a hamburger patty and she just stared at me i said just grill a hamburger put it on a fucking plate and charge me however you want yep i said i just want the extra meat yeah and she's like oh, okay and they, they found a way to do it and my coworkers looked at me weird and i said yeah well you know what i can bench press all of you yeah if you're if you're at a big restaurant um the the person who's waiting on you may not know how to make that happen but they can ask somebody, and and if exactly. and if they're just uncomfortable with it, and you you realize, okay, I just I blew your mind by asking for something that is not what you're prepared for. I'm just going to go ahead and and get this other thing that I looked at. I, I, you always have a backup, like right. Plenty of times I go there, and it's oh, we're out of that thing tonight. Well, that's fine. I already got something in mind that I was probably going to choose from, anyways, and so that's what I'll go to next. It's it's rare that I've had maybe once or twice that I've had two things that I was interested in not be there. And I'm like, okay, well now I have to take a step back and figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. But again, I don't eat healthy. And and when I couldn't eat and I came back from that, like that was, you guys recently did fast and the furious two, uh, on your other show. Matt's other show. Yeah. Cast and the furious. Great show. Definitely listen to it. Three just Um, came out as well. Yes, I saw that. Um, But I remember something in Fast and the Furious 2 where, is it Tay Diggs? Is that who that guy is? Um, Yeah, Tay Diggs shows up in 2. Okay, Paul Walker's bestie in that one. Rest in peace. Yeah, Uh, so he he got out of prison and he's eating a lot of candy bars and stuff. And Paul Walker's like, man, you're eating a ton of candy. He's like, yeah, well you're in prison. You don't get to eat when you want to eat. You don't get to eat what you want to eat. And he's like, I'm never going to go hungry again. And that's how I felt when I had aclasia is I couldn't eat. I couldn't swallow food. I I could barely get liquid down half the time. Um, I was eating a lot of omelets. I was, I was eating just the the most basic things you get. No red sauces because of heartburn, everything you think of that was like the, the stuff that bring, brought joy to my life for a long time out of my system couldn't do it uh for months for a year i, I lost a good amount of weight and i i look great uh it's it's you it's nice because sometimes every you day. look good yeah um but after the operation i couldn't eat solid food for i think two or three weeks mm-hmm uh, I, I could, I, I was on a clear liquid diet going in and coming out for several weeks. And then slowly I could introduce some stuff 
but it had to be blended up. So like blended soups, no, no substance to anything for another couple weeks and then slowly introduce other foods into it. Uh, I wanted, at what point did you reintroduce so Dick into your diet? Um, well, I just, I took it another way. <laughs> Such a team player. I love yeah, that about you. you know, that's, everything in the back door is working fine. It's the front. that's fucked up. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, so I wanted barbecue ribs. I wanted pizza. I wanted a lot of the stuff that I couldn't have for a long time and some stuff that I hadn't thought about for years, but it's like all of a sudden, oh, shit, I can eat that now. But I think it's because you can't have it is why you want it. Right, but then when you can have it and you just decided, and I'm just going to go for it and do yeah. it, then that's the problem. I, I put the weight back on and then some pretty fast yeah and have have hung around at this level and i'm not happy about this level but i've i've been at this level when i was younger when i was like 15 i was about 300 pounds and then i dropped down to 120 over the course of about a summer so when i came back to school the next year nobody recognized me and then i i got back up but i leveled about 160 and i spent most of my uh, teen years and into my early 20s at least between 160 and 180 um, but to be at the the weight that I'm at now again, yeah, I don't love it. It it sucks. Uh, I and I have a heart condition. I, a I've got heart conditions coming from both sides of the family. Um, so I get winded walking a flight of stairs. But I I spend every day when I go to work. Like our we have restrooms on on both floors, and I'm just like I always go upstairs to use the restroom um, because I just want to get those steps in. I'm I'm trying to do yeah. the little tiny things i can to get better uh which i also have to get some fucking major surgery at some point to get better but all of that is like we need an excuse for me to make changes yeah this is a shitty excuse for it to happen but in in for me it's it's a horrible way to say this it's kind of a blessing if this is going to change how we do some things right so I had my um, I had my yearly physical and my my blood sugar always comes back high, and uh, that's the only thing. And the doctor was like, "Well, I want to do an A one C or whatever." And it came back, and she goes, "It's normal. I don't understand this." And I said, "I'm gonna level with you." I said, "I got real drunk on Sunday and I ate a lot of nacho <laughs> cheese," and she just kind of stared at me and she goes, "Yep, that'll do it." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, and they're like, "Do you do what do you do for exercise?" And I told them. And then it's kind of stared at me, and I said, I hate cardio, but I do a little bit because I understand that I don't want to die at 35. And she's you hate cardio, but you also drum for hours at a time. And they didn't like it last year when I said, hey, yeah, I play in a metal band, so basically I do CrossFit, and they didn't get it. Uh, this year, my joke was, she's like, oh, are you sexually active? I said, I'm married, so kind of. Yeah. She just stared at me, and I'm like, all right. Whenever the wife's away. Tough crowd. <laughs> tough crowd, yeah, right? I get all the hookers in the pole over when she is. She's gone this week, so I'm going to have the, the pole installed. By that, I mean I'm going to move the, the recliner in front of the TV. Oh, I thought you were inviting Sean over. But Who? Sean. Sean? Just, I was using a random name. Oh, I'm like, who are you referencing? I'm usually not, and neither of us are really shy with using our real names or anything so that's why i was very confused i'm gonna invite mike over mike i know you're watching Alyssa's gone wink wink nudge nudge whoop, mike's literally whoop, watching just whoop. rubbing her nipples <laughs> just he has his shirt off just, just <laughs> tell katie um, i need you to fix my fedex package yeah so i want to follow my uh my whole rant about oh, yeah. getting healthier 
by saying <laughs> I picked up the Mountain Dew Voodoo flavor uh, this week. I want to know what you think about it because I've had it. I, I have not yet. This is going to be. I literally had it in the fridge waiting. Oh, attaboy. I'm on. I'm halfway through beer number two. Um, I literally had like two drinks of it, and I'm like, this is. I'm. I'm good. Like I just. I yeah. cannot drink regular soda anymore. It's Going back to my random flavors for Mountain Dew. Well, not only that, terrible. but it, it just goes back to my. I don't really drink soda anymore, so drinking a full strength soda is very difficult. Um, now we. I tried to figure out what this thing. <laughs> it looks like Corey just sniffed a butthole. That's the face he made. So <laughs> that's a new face. It, it tastes good at first, and then it like leaves your mouth. Yeah. Um. But it it's like it dragged death across it first. Yeah. So I've heard that it's supposed to taste like like a caramel apple or candy corn or like any number of things, and I still don't know what the fuck it's supposed to taste like. I had heard Skittles. Now my first instinct when I ate it was uh, a Starburst. Exactly. Pink Starburst is the first thing I said too. And my coworker looked at me like, and I was an idiot. So naturally, I killed Starburst him. that it, that is trying to fuck with you. No, that's gonna go in the fridge. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, we bought a twelve pack of cans from Meyer, and I felt really bad because I should ask him what those cans are up to these days. But uh, I was trying to Google the Mountain Dew Voodoo flavor, and the first thing that comes up is a eBay listing for a rare bottle of Mountain Dew Error for $5,000. Hmm. Mountain Dew Error? Like they Diet they made Mountain a Mountain Dew. Dew that was just a mistake? Well, it's so that it's, it's a picture of the, the bottle and it just says Diet Mountain Dew. Everything's spelled right. Dunited.com is up on top and then it says Vermont and there's like a cow on it. I don't... I don't get what this person's trying to accomplish. Air so it's like a rare. printing error. It's like when oh, you a get a baseball card bottle. and the stats are backwards or something. It's a clear bottle instead of green. Okay. $5,000? Yeah. Go fuck yourself, eBay guy. Buzku yeah. Bauzauki player? Fuck yourself. Die in a fire. <laughs> That's what I have to say about you selling your $5,000 piece of shit. Based in the United States, I'm going to find you. I'm going to shit on <laughs> your doorstep. I'm going to shut my deep bottles yeah. of your ass fucking piece of so this shit, at least man. gets better when you, the more you drink it like it, it i wonder it if gets, when it when it warms up it'll be a little less intense yeah it, it's it's practically at room temperature already because it's it's nice and steamy here although we've got a little mm. bit of rain going on behind me it fucking, um, it poured all day here so that's headed your way you lucky son of a bitch <sighs> well i think it's supposed to be back um uh, in the low to mid 70s it's a little yeah, late it's supposed to be to hit, like high 60s tomorrow here um, not with rain, but it it was supposed to get down to cooler temperatures this weekend, and it's stuck in the eighties. We, we've had a flood warning for ten days. <sighs> yeah, which, yeah, I live next to a floodplain, so it's not like that big of a deal. But it's yeah, it's pretty gnarly. I'm on a river that literally flooded my house before I got to move into it. So, oh damn! Well, the basement, the basement filled up with water, but the rest How of the house full? was okay. But the the whole street uh, across the river, everything over there got wiped out pretty bad. Um, but how common Beast, is that? Across from us was okay, but stuff yeah. down the road was messed up. So we were really lucky because this house was not insured. Oh, fuck, yeah. But, I mean, how common is that to happen? Like, Is this something you're going to be dealing with every couple of years? Well, they called it a 100-year flood. But oh. as you know, uh, in this day and age, a 100-year flood is now every couple of years and 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 getting more frequent um 
right. They had several hundred year floods down in Houston, I think. Yeah, I have family who live uh, in a suburb, and it's fucking pretty gnarly down there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, the last time I was down there, they were just driving around being like, and that was underwater, and that was underwater, and I'm like, yeesh. Plus, I'm wearing Aaron's t-shirt. I mean, it's my t-shirt that I bought, but it's one that she drew, and it's... I didn't think about it today. I went to Meyer on a Sunday in a small town, so everybody's getting out of church and seeing me with a, a demon with satanic symbols all around them on my shirt, So, and I'm sure they're going to want to drown me in holy water, too. I wear a sleeveless Slaughter to Prevail shirt with an upside-down cross on it to the YMCA. Yeah. No one stops but that's me. that's the Y. I have a buddy of mine in, in Sheboygan. A lot of human sacrifices happen. To <laughs> he uh, he has a shirt. Fuck. And he's totally going to correct me when he hears this, but I could have swore it just has a big Star of David on it, and they asked him not to wear it again. Yeah. But I also know that he was trying to get a shirt that was that said, doing it Yahweh. And I don't <laughs> know whatever happened to that. Maybe I'll buy that for him. His wedding's coming up. Doing it Yahweh. That's pretty awesome. Mm, yeah. Hey, so how's your week been? <laughs> Fine. It's a fucking half an hour in. All we've done is talk about food and health. Yeah. Um, well, we were off last week because you were you were traveling. I was drunk. Yeah, which is what we call. I was traveling time traveling. Yeah, I was time traveling on Sunday. Um, it's fine. I went to Chicago on Thursday. I had Friday off. I played a bunch of video games. Finished Gears of War five. Holy shit, Corey! Since I've seen you, I've seen it too. Three from Hell beat Gears of War 5 and started Borderlands 3. Wow. And my wife's gone, so I'll probably finish Borderlands 3 this week. Well, she leaves tomorrow morning. But So do you want to give a quick summation of it, too? Cause... Here's a nice piece of shit. <laughs> my, uh, I actually saw Three from Hell and it both with Mike, so Mike can chime in as he sees fit. But um, th- it Chapter 2 is three hours long. So it is. Chapter 2 itself is as long as chapter one and two of the original still felt shorter than hereditary to me but <laughs> so you saw you saw chapter two? Oh yeah we saw it opening night okay so i didn't care for some of the changes were fine um oh you've read the book i have not read the book but i've seen the okay. original which i believe is pretty true to the book if i remember correctly the only thing about the original is that it was made for tv so it's always tough to Right, right, right. So I actually should. I should. I mean, I should listen to the book. But um, I'm basing chapter two off of what I remember from chapter one. Mm-hmm. Um, for what? And, and fuck it. Fuck this. Um, so the Chinese scene was fun. I remember the guy killing himself. Uh, yep. the, the 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 tomes or whatever that fucking piece was. I knew it was different, but I didn't hate it. Like, the whole, like, sacrifice, uh, sacrificial shit was fine. I was, the only thing I was curious was, is he going to still turn into a big spider? And he does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, let's fucking call him a clown and bring him down to size. And then everyone grabs a piece of his heart and squeezes. A little cheesy, but I get it. The yeah, it, movie it's should a Freddy Krueger ending. It, yes. It, Yes. The first Nightmare on Elm Street where Nancy's like, I'm going to take away your power. Yes. But I don't know what you can do besides that. The only the only real problem in that scene is the fact that that whole final battle scene happens almost exactly in the way that it happens in the first movie. It's just done over again. Uh, higher stakes, but... 
Um, yeah, so either way, the movie should have stopped there. The suicide note, all that shit, happy-go-lucky, sexy fat guy kisses a sexy redhead, didn't need to happen. My wife's crying in the movie theater. We're going to see a horror movie on Friday the 13th. She's fucking crying. And I'm like, this, 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 that whole thing didn't need to happen. See, I, I think it needed to happen, but I didn't feel anything from it because... I, I literally sat there and I was like, oh my God, stop. It, this movie... I think suffered a lot from the fact that the first movie was so good because of the, all the time the kids were together. Yes. It's a lot of closeness and their interactions. And those kids are just fucking incredible. Uh, this movie, we get the one real scene of the adults being together and being on the same page. And that's that restaurant scene. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of it is them infighting or I'm leaving. Okay. I'm staying. There okay. Was... I'm leaving. Okay. I'm staying. Okay. I'm leaving. Yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of like, uh, call back or jumping back to them as kids and uh, which like, i like all of that yeah. again because the kids were the better part of it yeah the, you the hardest part is that the first part was so good mm-hmm. i love the, the first one so good and the people yeah. they chose to play with the kids are good but they just didn't have the the positioning to do it in the same way that the kids did of yeah. being stronger as and and that's what the whole theme of the movie is we're stronger together yep um, I didn't care for Bill Hader. Like, I love Bill Hader. I think he's great, but I'm, I feel like they were like, we need someone funny. We'll get Bill Hader. The the comedy, while it, it was feels forced, forced I, I honestly laughed at everything that was comedic, including the uh, Call Me Angel in the Morning, uh, which was a dumb, dumb, dumb tacked on moment. But I still laughed out loud when it happened yeah and yet i look at it and i see that's a failing to to do that it's such a cheap bit to just like oh here's the demon's gonna throw up on the guy yeah he's already freaked out by everything anyways yeah. and we're gonna slow-mo it and play a song that has no reference in anything at all yep. to just be like we're gonna just do this it felt very deadpool yeah which had no place in this movie but but the problem is, again, Richie was incredibly funny in the first movie. And all the kids but carried I, I, it well. I, th- I think he was inadvertently funny. Like, he was suppo- he was written to be kind of funny, and it just came across as a lot funnier than it was supposed to be. And Well, a little kid saying everything about, like, you know, your mom chewing right. on my dick and stuff. Right. So then when 2 came out, they're like, we got to ramp her up. And that just, I don't think it, I don't think it worked. I... I, I... <sighs> I, I, I'm different than you in that I love Bill Hader in this, but I love Bill Hader in everything. Well, and that's um, the thing. Like I thought he was his, fine. His just... character arc, while it didn't feel hinted at in the first one, and so they have to kind of go back and retro retroactively fit it in. Yeah, it still it felt so. I I just tugged every time I I saw that and stuff. I I really did love him in this, and I I loved a lot of the movie, but it it was a it's kind of like Quantum of Solace was to Casino Royale. It's like after Casino Royale was so good, and the next one is just like all the things, all the points that we have to hit that we didn't do in the first one. Yeah. Um, that's what this was. What I've heard is that they are planning to do a version of it where the the scenes take place in the order like they did in the book. Um, and they couldn't do that in the chapter one, chapter two portion. But when if they do a release with both DVDs together and they do like a 
an edited version to make it feel more like that, then it may may seem more natural. They were talking about doing a supercut with um, deleted scenes that you can only get in the supercut. And I could definitely have like Sundays of watching, but the downside, and I was because my mom's a huge Stephen King fan, so when she was here earlier, I was talking to her and I said, like, the original is three fucking hours, right? That's long enough. So now you're telling me there's going to be a supercut of a two and a three hour movie with deleted scenes. You're looking at five and a half hours. But just- at home, that works because we we fucking play. Netflix shows and and stream them all day. We we binge watch series like that right. all the time. Right, but you generally will watch like an episode and pause. You know, go to like when, when Alyssa and I did uh, Stranger Things in a day. We would watch an episode. We would go do something else. We would come back. We'd watch an episode. So it's every hour you're taking a break. This is a five hour piece that is, doesn't really have breaks. You're gonna have to no, make I, breaks. I agree. And I remember yeah. when uh, when I was a kid and the movie channels started happening. On cable, Showtime would play like a really long movie. They would stop and do an intermission point. Um, Intermissions are like a lost art, and I yeah. fucking miss them. But because we are, Daddy we needs have the to power stretch now his legs. With, with remote controls to just pause shit ourselves and say, "I gotta pee, I gotta shit, I gotta get up and walk around because it's a little bit too much of that." And that spider in the corner is fucking freaking me out because I think it's got a clown face. That it's in our hands now to do that. But I, I I don't disagree with anything that you said. Like it, I everything that you said is kind of what I've thought about it. I enjoyed it as I was watching it, and I didn't come back to it with the same like, oh that was really fucking stupid. Like I did with Halloween, uh, which is the last movie that I'd seen in this theater, and it was Aaron's first time at that theater. The chairs there are really uncomfortable. She was really uncomfortable in that seat the whole time, but she still loved the movie, and it didn't feel long. Like I said, Hereditary felt long at two hours. Right. Um, and and, and Avengers Endgame didn't feel long to me at three hours. I was in a much nicer seat then. Right. Um, Spe- speaking of Hereditary, and I want to get off of it because people may have tuned out because they want to see it, but um, right. Midsummer is supposed to come out tomorrow, I think, on video. Yeah. So we'll have to try and watch that, maybe. And I've heard that that has... Um, in, um, like an ultra mega cut if you purchase Apple TV for 37 months and cut off your left testicle. Apple TV, the thing they're, they're giving away free if you buy anything Apple? <laughs> if you buy an iPhone, if you buy an iPad, if you... <laughs> if you pluck out 12 pubic hairs, they'll give you an Apple TV. Yeah, exactly. If you, which is about what it feels like when you have to buy any one of their fucking bullshit adapters to make your shit work. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, <laughs> speaking of... Uh, I was trying to help Erica and Dan with this mixer that they had purchased for doing Monster Madness. And uh, I'm like, so you have like these USBs and they're going into this. And I said, and you have like a headphone in and a mic out. And she's like, no, I have this dongle that has an HDMI and two USBs. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I, what are you supposed to do with that? She's uh, on a Mac, right? She is on a Mac. Yeah. It, Jack had some of the same issues on his MacBook. Right, which it kind of sucks. Like even so, the Lenovo's we have for work are starting to do that. Like they took out the Ethernet adapter, and they don't have as many USBs. Um, thankfully, mine still has like an SD card slot on it. But yeah, it's just I, I get it. Everyone's trying to be really thin and and sleek 
and light. Yeah, the the new Dells, a lot of them are doing that where they don't have the Ethernet on them. And uh, even though they've been using USB-C docks for the last couple of years, the new ones only work with the new USB-C docks uh, to if you want to image them and stuff. It's it's a giant fucking pain in the ass. Yep. And it, yeah, you're right. It's it's we want sleek, we want lightweight, and I, I appreciate the sleek and lightweight, but I also want something that can be fucking used. Right. Well, and that's the thing. And like, every time someone buys a Surface uh, and they're using that, the first thing they complain about is like, so I can travel with this and I can plug it in a hotel. Yeah, but you have to bring that fucking ten pound docking station with you. Yep. Because none of that shit's on board, we and have, we have a couple finding a fucking adapter that's going to work otherwise. We have a couple, a uh, couple. We got like a couple cheap from a company at work uh, to test them, and one of the guys that has one is someone that I work with quite frequently, and he's always fucking complaining about it. And he was trying to put in, uh, he was projecting on a TV, so he had his HDMI plugged in, and the one USB, the the uh, it, the USB for the mouse also couldn't fit. Mm-hmm. So he was using his touchpad and his screen, and like shit wouldn't work, and then his wireless mouse would stop working. Um, fuck, man, I'll just stick with, but the Lenovo I have is just fine. Yeah, but um, I do want to talk about Three from Hell because I had serious problems with it. Some news came to light, and I felt a lot better about it, and I do want to go see it again. I didn't realize it wasn't coming out in theaters. It was just like a three day event that went over pretty well. So they're doing a fourth night. Good for them, and and, and that's yeah. the thing is I didn't realize until all of a sudden everybody's going to see it. I'm like, what? It's out already? And then I'm yeah. So I knew oh, it's not out for long. I knew it was coming out. It was like this three day event, and I was super pumped. Not the first night was my birthday, so I was like, this is what I'm fucking doing. Um, if you showed up early, you got a, a special poster. So uh, Alyssa, Mike, and I went, and Mike was sh- kind enough to share his popcorn. His penis was in the bottom. Didn't stop me. Um, the bottom of the popcorn, or the bottom, bottom of the popcorn. Yeah, he cut the hole in there and just dick through. But um, so here, this is probably my favorite thing about the whole thing was it was it was not a movie, it was a fathom event. So there was no commercials, no previews. Seven o'clock start time. There was a three minute intro from Rob Zombie. Movie started. Two hour movie. We were walking out at eight forty five. Nice. So that I was really thankful for. Um. I'm not shy about the fact that Captain Spaulding is my favorite character in these movies. Yeah, he is in Three from Hell for five minutes. Oh, I was very, very upset. And then um, it basically is this interview with him that I had already seen online, which I was upset about. And then it said, "Ah, oh, he was put to death two weeks ago, two weeks later, or some shit." And I was like, "Motherfucker, that's it." Um, the third person is Baby and Otis's half brother that you never hear anything about. Baby is like this character of herself, which was kind of annoying, but Otis was true to form. Uh, Bill Mosley was great, as always. But yeah, it came out a couple days later, two, one, two days later. Um, Sid Haig's health has been so bad yeah, that Zombie had to beg the doctors to let him out of the movie or out of the hospital to be in the movie for all that he's in. Wow. So the script was rewritten, he said, roughly 10 times to pare down Spaulding's part in it to fit Sid's health so I was like oh motherfucker that sucks but I said at least he didn't make this stupid decision where he's like oh well you know Spalding's just gonna die in the beginning of the movie and we're gonna have this other guy that we've never talked about and it was done for I hate to use the term better reasons but it was done for better reasons um, yeah. so that makes me want to go back and watch it again um, and I've been he- I've been hearing stuff about Sid's health and everything, and he was having well, he had, a really he had bad been denying time. it for so long. And he, because I follow him on Instagram, 
and he was like, oh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not dying. I'm just, you know, I'm getting thinner. I'm getting older. I'm trying to be healthier. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, he's in the fucking hospital with something going on. And, uh, zombies words exactly were like, you know, said, Hey, this big burly dude, I go in there and he's like a skeleton. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, dude, you're 82. So I guess another thing was if, uh, if for, for him to be in the movie in the capacity that that third character was, um, he would have had to pass like a physical and a couple of other things for Lionsgate to employ him, to pay him. Right. And, and that was a concern. Sure. Yeah. And, and for insurance, obviously. And, and that was a concern. So, I, I it's disappointing but it's realistic it, 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 it is it's disappointing but it's disappointing for like a valid reason it's not just like Rob Zombie's like oh, I have this vision and Spaulding's not in it it was more of like a dude we had Cause, to because the vision was a promise of, of those right. three that, that's what we've been led to believe this whole time um, but I felt and, better knowing that he was always supposed to be the third person and he right. just physically at his age is unable to do it um also my understanding was he had never rob zombie had never intended in doing a third movie it was just after a couple of years he got an itch and then three years ago i think he said he went to Lionsgate and he's like hey i want to do another movie with these characters and they were like fuck yeah let's do it oh, Jesus Christ. sorry my dad keeps calling me that's okay. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so I do really want to re-see it when it comes out. I think it comes out on Blu-ray on October 15th is what they said. Um, that is certainly one I'm going to purchase because I'm certain they're going to come out with like a three-pack of all three and much like my 20th anniversary Hackers Blu-ray, gotta own it. Gotta own it. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about I'll Take Your Dead? Yeah. This was um, your suggestion, by the way. Um, this was my suggestion. You can fucking talk about it. So, so people who watched the last or heard the last episode, um, we we were doing Hobo with a Shotgun, which I I kind of knew going in that it was not going to be a great movie. I didn't know how much it was not going to be a great movie until I actually watched it. But uh, I hate to say I, that I Hobo with a Shotgun. Sorry, I hate to say that Hobo with a Shotgun isn't in, isn't a good movie because it was entertaining. But from a story standpoint, it's not a good movie, right? So, and, and I, I don't know that I was as entertained as, as you were, but that, I also taste and stuff like this. I'm so. Speaking of how easy it is to entertain me, I've recently found a guy on YouTube called Davy Five Hundred Four who just talks about playing slap bass all the time, and I'm pretty sure he's not a hundred percent there, and he's Italian, which makes it even worse. <laughs> Fucking love it. I love it. <laughs> you find out that he's not all there because he'd seen Rocky and decided that he could fight anybody and got tagged in the head once too many. And yeah, yeah. Anyways, carry on with the movie. Um. So I had uh, on on Saturdays I tend to stay up really late and I was trying to. <laughs> I was going to text you yesterday a, at like at like ten forty five and I'm like he might be asleep and then I yeah. think you text me and I was like he never sleeps. I forgot about that. That's right. So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll put on a movie that. You know, I'm not too worried about being into, and I'll just fall asleep to that. And I saw this movie on the listings on a. So I see this movie in the listings, and I have no idea what it is. And I'm like, sure, I'll just give it a shot. Um, and I put it on, and it is actually kind of fucking engrossing because it's a it's an intimate little film. Uh, it we 
couple years ago now, we did a movie called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Remember that one? mm -hmm. This kind of reminded me of that. Uh, because it's it's all in one space, really. It it happens on this this farm that this man and his daughter live on, and uh, and the gist of it is that he has mobsters that have kind of control over him because of something that happened by accident when his wife was in the hospital dying years ago. That they come and they drop off bodies for him to get rid of. He's in an isolated place. No one knows any association between him and the the mobsters themselves so it's just an, an arrangement he, they pay him he's not proud of it he doesn't think that he's a good person but he also doesn't think he's a terrible person either because he's not killing anybody yeah he's doing a job which considering the fact that he works with livestock and stuff is probably not far off from things that he would be used to doing normally um the only weird weird part other than you know dealing with dead people uh is that his daughter is there and he, yeah he is a dad and he's got to kind of protect her from things but she works on the farm too realistically she's got an exposure to this stuff and as a man who's lost his wife and his daughter is you know growing up and he doesn't know how to deal with everything anyways he's not doing the greatest job of keeping the the weird stuff from her and that's that's kind of so the basic except what happens is is that at the beginning of this movie some people who work for the monsters that know of him because of it come and drop off some bodies that go outside of his guidelines and he doesn't want to take them because one of them is a kid and he he says that he doesn't take kids and they don't really give him a choice and uh, another one is a woman, and it turns out that the woman isn't actually dead. And so the movie is him dealing with the fact that she's alive. And because he's not a horrible person, debatable. He, <laughs> I, he, but and, it, and I guess jumping straight to the end, he does say, like, everything I did, I did for my daughter. So you could argue he's not a terrible person. He just did it with a very specific end game in mind. Right. And and that's that's the thing is it you can have an idea of a uh, loose morality with this. You can right. say is he a good guy, is he a bad guy. Um and that's that's explored throughout this thing. Um because we're supposed to identify with him, we're we're exposed to it as he's not a bad guy. Um and we get to see his relationship with his daughter and you see that they have a very sweet relationship, a very nurturing thing. Um but how much is she suffering by being exposed to this? One of the things is that she sees ghosts of the people that he's disposed of. I thought that was a very, I thought that was a very odd uh, turn of events based on the description of the movie. Like I mm-hmm. get it, but well, that's something that I'd like to go over with you uh, when we get to it. But yeah, so yeah, she yeah. sees ghosts. And she she's a little weird. She's cut off. She doesn't have a female influence in her life. So when there's this other woman who's now in her house tied up to the bed wearing her mother's dress that she bleeds all over and they have to burn it. Um, yeah, and she's bad. cleaning up blood spots on the floor and things like that. She knows about the, the getting rid of the body stuff. She doesn't know how to be a little girl. Uh, she doesn't know how to be a girl who's turning into a, a young woman. 
and and that stuff that gets explored in this and so it the relationship stuff and the the interactions between these three characters i think is really good uh i think the the person who plays the villain is really good as a vile person that you you despise and you fear i i really um, i really hope he listens to this and he's like you know what i've waited all my life to be told that i'm really good at being a piece of shit yeah i mean if you're a person who's playing a villain you want to do a good job of it as an actor right no i agree but um also this is a production company that's based out of canada i i guess they've won some awards uh they're called black fawn films a they they do a bunch of I, I don't know what their other stuff is like, but they've got a, at least like 10 to 20 films that they've done, some music videos and stuff too. Um, and I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that this company exists because right now in America, our our horror films are pretty much dominated by Blumhouse. Yes, uh, Lionsgate too. But yeah, Blumhouse yeah. and Lionsgate, I think, between the two of them. But Blumhouse is like almost everything that's been coming out that gets noticed and talked about um is is from them it, it's not necessarily like they're making all the movies but they're they're the distribution production for these these films and so it's while it's there's the conjuring universe um that all kind of blends out with your annabelle and your the nun yeah and these I, other things it, like that gets very big and spread out um but that's all still Lionsgate, right? Or is that Bloomhouse? That's Bloomhouse. I'm right? pretty sure that's Bloomhouse. I think that, that's where it Saw came was, from. Yeah, Saw was Lionsgate. Uh, right. I think but I think the guys who worked on Saw are the ones who started Bloomhouse. It's a fucking it's it's a mess out there, guys. Yeah, it's it's a very incestuous thing. Um, so it's it's tonally it's similar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of like and and the the haunted house thing. We've just seen so much of, and we complained about it when we watched that last movie from them that. <sighs> The El Mamora Ming Memorama, uh, whatever it was. El Lama Yeah. Um, that it just, it felt like we hadn't gotten anything new from it. it. It For as good as the people who were that were in it um, and their performances were fine, the material was just so much of the same. And and so I, I'm interested to know what a company that isn't them is doing since they can they can be more experimental. They're not trying to like fit this process down and just like keep milking out the same sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, we're friends with people who make horror movies. We're, we're friends. We're friends with horrors too. doing original stuff. And I want to, I want to see what other original people are doing as opposed to just seeing the same thing happen over and over and, and your next two or four Halloween films and, and whatever else is going to get rebooted or, get sequelized 20 years down the road or whatever there's that but what did you what did you think from this i okay i really wish this movie would have either decided to be like an action movie or a horror movie because you could have very easily just made it an action movie in terms of the fact that this guy disposes of bodies this girl's not dead to fucking deal with it the horror movie aspect seemed like very after the fact and like, well, we're just going to put this girl in there and she's going to start seeing things and that's going to make what that's going to make it scary. I I think the movie had scary without that. Absolutely. I didn't expect any of the shit where she sees the guy sitting at the piano or she starts seeing all the dead bodies or when um, the gangsters show up at the end and they start seeing all like, 
fuck, none of that needed to be there. And this still could have been a horror movie. Just the fact that this guy teaches his daughter how to dismantle and dispose of bodies. And then these guys come to kill them because this girl didn't die. Could have been fine. It would have been it, like and a it very would have worked just that film. Yes, and it would have been is... a soft horror movie, but it still would have been a horror movie. Like you didn't need a haunting aspect to make it a horror movie. Yeah, what was the 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 movie with Patrick Stewart where Patrick the Nazis had the band Ghost? No, not Greenhouse or Green Room. Sorry, Green Room. Green Room. Yeah, yeah, it, it could have been a horror movie in the fact Ghost. that Green Room is a horror movie. Right, which and it's a horror movie from the standpoint of the fact that you as a human being are in a very fucked up situation. Yeah, and that is in itself terrifying. Now we did that movie that I chose also a few weeks ago. God, I don't remember the name of it either. But the one about the two hitmen, and they they oh, wind fuck. up the uh, people that are killing it all leads to a cult. That's, yeah, give me a second to look it up. I'd, yeah, hang on, I gotta switch back over to my account because my wife uses my computer all the time. I'm gonna have to beat her. <laughs> Which is his own horror movie too. It's, it's <laughs> just my life being is a married, horror Matt. Movie. Yeah, but that movie was a very straightforward. It's gonna piss me off when I find it out because yeah, yeah. But it, it it was a very straightforward movie of like two hitmen doing jobs and stuff like that, and that being its own horrific kind of thing. Um, Guy Ritchie without a sense of humor type of deal, but then it it involved as it goes along oh. this outlying mystery. Of this cult. Kill list. Kill list. Yeah. Which I like that movie because it it does one thing really well, but this other aspect that it introduces just adds a little bit of flavor to it that doesn't get fully explained, which I know frustrates you. Um, um yeah, it does, but it doesn't. But yeah, carry on. But but also it's like it's not necessary, but a lot of things in films aren't necessary, but if they if they bring it in and they do the right things with it, then it just adds enough flavor. It's it's like that that Western bacon cheeseburger. You, you've got your hamburger, and as a hamburger, it's fine. But then you when you add leather on these other ingredients, it it specializes. It makes it something else that you wouldn't have normally expected. Like oh, here's your blue trees crumbles, and here's your blue chew? your uh, black and tan cooked uh, onion rings that are on the burger or whatever, or your mozzarella sticks. Like that's that's sort of what it's doing is it's it's taking it. And it's like, yeah, we, we're doing this and, and we hope that we're achieving this story in a way that's enjoyable to the people who are coming in, at it from the idea of that genre. But this little twist is something that we want to add to it because we think it gives it something too. And I think that movie did that. And this movie does that. And I I'm, I find that interesting because like I like to write things that are both familiar but still have a little bit of the fantastical added to them. Right. And and when it comes to storytelling, I just I can't write just regular people doing regular stuff. I always have to put something in there that makes it a little bit more, a little bit extra uh, millennial. But <laughs> and and that may be a weakness in my writing, but it, it's also just where my head goes. It it my my trip is this is how I want to storytell. And I know that um, this movie, the the writer director, dedicated to his mom who had passed away. I don't know if that was part of the reason why the story was the way it was, or if it just happened that he was making this movie, and that actually just 
coincided and he he put her in the the thank you the credits anyways but it's possible it may have been that this is his way of dealing with her passing uh because the mother in this had passed away the idea of dealing with the repercussions of the dead as opposed to them just being put into a vat and gone like it gives the dead people in this uh, an extra weight an extra voice even though they don't speak uh, that they wouldn't have had, and it would have just been the father and the daughter and the. I think the you're giving it person. too much credit. I am giving it a lot of credit, but I think that when we talk about why I think the daughter sees the dead people and how that all plays out, yeah, you're going to get really upset with me because I'm going to give it even more credit. Eh, whatever. I do want to point out that uh, Beatmaster has finally showed up, and he's very shocked that we're an hour in and already talking about the movie. We're talking about it at great length too, but you did miss one hour of fast food health. It to and three from Hell Talk. Yeah, this is the third movie we're talking about, Beatmaster. <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, yeah, I mean, I, to your point, like I do really, th- I think that deaths tend to affect writing. So uh, we had band practice yesterday, and I was talking to our bass player. We were listening to parts of the new Corn record, and like I guess it was written right after the singer's wife had passed away from a drug overdose. Oh wow! And like everything's super fucking sad, and and I'm like, it's it's like, yes, I feel really bad for you, dude. That sucks. Like I don't want to have to deal with it, but I want to listen to corn. I don't want to listen to sad corn. So like as a consumer, that's a really shitty thing to say. But to the point that I'm making here is, well, when's the last time corn put on an album? A good album or an album? An album. Please let me look this up because it's been a while. Discog. God damn it, Google! Just give it to me in fucking order. Um, 2016. So, so that's not that long ago. They've so. consistently put out records forever, but please tell me the last time that Corn put out a record that you remember. Well, the name of the record, if you can. I I don't remember the name of the record, but I remember Todd McFarlane drew the. The artwork for one, but I think the girl's skipping hopscotch across the... Jesus Christ, you're talking about Follow the Leader in 1998. Yeah, because I don't listen to a lot of corn. Which is fine, but Issues right. issues came out in 99, Untouchables 2002, Take a Look in the Mirror 2003, See You in, on the Other Side 2005, Untitled Album 2007, Corn 3 2010, The Path of Totality 2011, The Paradigm Shift 2013, and The Serenity of Suffering 2016. This is like Matt reading the listing on Cornhub. Cornhub, but what I'm saying is like I knew Corn had been putting out records the entire time. I thought they were shit. This one was supposed to be the new like we're fucking putting out the heavy. We're putting out the heavy corn again. And all right, so that that's if Metallica put out their next album, and it was and I don't I don't want to put anything out there. So one of the the members loses uh, their wife or, or. spouse we won't even you know they're all on like marriage number three right well yeah and we also know that they lost cliff years ago and that already was right 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 by by tragedy um but so the next album comes out and it's all really downer because they're dealing with some emotional thing um but you already know that you've had the last several albums that did not feel like metallica uh (laughs) so it's one more thing of the of the uh, same uh, disappointment that you're already feeling. So you would have felt disappointment if it was just like the last two albums from Korn as opposed to this totally different thing that Korn's doing but as, because you didn't like the last two albums. As someone that hasn't listened to Korn since like the early thousands, 
to be like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna come back. I'm really excited for this. They put out a single that was pretty heavy for Corn. Um, it would be the same thing. Like Metallica put out Saint Anger that was not good, and then they came back with Death Magnetic, and I was like, fuck yeah, we're getting there. Like it's not the same. It's not Master of Puppets, but right. it's it, it, it's about as good as we're gonna get at this point. With. But if it was like we haven't had a new corn album since two thousand and one, oh, that would be a way different story. If, if right. they wouldn't have and been putting out the first new corn album, this but, is like the new Tool album, the new Tool album just came out. Let's and not it talk about that. that. It's all harmonica based. Yeah, I don't want to talk got about John that. Popper to join the band, and uh, and him and Maynard are just kicking it, and Maynard's playing a banjo, and fucking that would be that would be a huge thing to just say. Then why the fuck do you even call it Tool? But. If there was a a corn album just three years ago, and there was a corn album two years ago before that, and there was a corn album like five years before that, it's not the same thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but like you're saying, so if they wouldn't, so it, which I'm sure you don't understand is corn put out a dubstep album in there. One of those oh, records God. was dubstep because he was really big. He's buddies with Skrillex, and they got a little soft. So when they put out a single that sounds fucking super heavy for corn. How are we? I don't even understand how we got to this topic. But why am I defending? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it very clear. I'm not the one who brought up corn. No, I know you're not. <laughs> but I was like, now I'm defending corn. Uh, at one point in my life, I knew all the words to Twist, which is the song that has no words other than the word Twist. But um, alive. Yeah. So the body, sexy Jackie is alive. Yeah. I'd won Jackie. Um, the, 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 the plot's not too deep in this movie film. It, it doesn't take a lot. The, Jackie no. and... I do really uh, appreciate the fact that the movie is only one hour and 28 minutes, and it does not fuck around. No, it doesn't. Uh, so Jackie and the people that she she's with, her boyfriend, and, and I guess their gang, that the kid that I talked about earlier, um, and, uh, and another person... They're all at some place, and the boyfriend goes in to to handle the deal, but then this other gang comes out and shoots them all in the car. Jackie yeah. sees the face of the guy who shoots her um, before she she goes under, so he assumes she's dead. She's taking a bullet to the neck and a bullet to the the side. And um, so I would like Beatmaster's asking if Danny Glover entered. Danny Glover was not in this movie. I'm sorry. No, he played the guy who was uh, grabbing everybody into the oven. Thought you were going to say grabbing everyone in the pussy. Yeah, that's right. Um, Danny Glover, famous pussy grabber. Um, <laughs> Danny pussy grabbing Glover. <laughs> that totally sounds more like uh, Mel Gibson, but still. Um, I learned from watching you, Mel. Oh, Jesus. And I'm alone in the desert. Uh, so... So Jackie and, and her crew get shot. When Jackie comes back, um, the the daughter is is seeing ghosts of the rest of the crew. But she also is what? terrified of going in the basement because she sees the ghosts of the first person that her father took care of uh, for the original gangster. Which is who's the one fine. Who paid him 10 grand and like keeps doing it. Which is so, fine, but my problems really start when the other gangsters show up and then they see the ghost. And it's like, I get why the daughter sees the ghost because she's the one that's helping dispose of these bodies, so she's haunted by them. But for someone to just fucking show up at this house and, and just... So here's where I said I was going to uh, either piss you off or, or maybe make you see it in a different light. 
because mm -hmm. as a as a person who is a storyteller, I took it as something else. And I, I want to go over with you because this is just a theory. I know no more about the story than what you got from seeing it. There's no I ghost dog. Anybody beat. in association with this film? So during the time that Jackie is is staying with them, you know, against her will, but over um, the daughter. God, I I hate that I can't remember her name because she is the most interesting character in this whole thing, and the actress is fantastic um, in this part. But all the stuff with her and her dad, and all the stuff with her and Jackie. Everything she she could carry the movie if the rest of the performances weren't good, but all the rest of the performances are still really good on top of this. Anyway, in the time that Jackie's there, the Gl daughter Gloria. one of Jackie's earrings. Gloria. What's that? Gloria is her name. Gloria. Yep. Um Gloria gets Jackie's earrings. Jackie offers them to her. And Gloria, like when we see her the next day, she's pierced her own ears with the earrings, so she's got blood running down her ears. Gloria's a little messed up. She's a little Wednesday Adams. Um, but if you were helping your dad dispose of dead bodies, you probably would be too. Right. And if you don't have a lot of exposure to other people, like I'm, I assume she's probably homeschooled, but she's schooled at all uh, where they live. She spends a lot of time isolated. Um, so she she doesn't have she doesn't have a, a lot of experience. Do, do you know what makes me really sad? More. Huh? Do you know what makes me really sad? What? Ava Preston, who played Gloria was birthed six months before I graduated high school. Yeah. She, yeah she's like, what, 13 15, or something in this? Well, she's 15 now. 15 so she's now, right. And this movie about four, now 13, about 14. a year and a half old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and that that's part of what's going on. So uh, she gets her first period in, during the course of, of this stuff. And Jackie sends her to go get her purse from the from the garage where the other bodies and stuff were were gotten rid of and um to bring back because she's got a pad in there and she she teaches her what it is that's going on mm -hmm. um because her dad probably hasn't and her dad when he finds out what's going on he sees blood on her dress and he starts to freak out and thinks she got shot yeah um, but and you didn't preface it with the fact that he heard a gunshot she he came heard a gunshot and then right. there was blood He's right to think that, but he's yes. still he's not used to thinking in those terms. And right. so it takes him a minute, even when she says what's going on and she makes it clear that it's not that for him to register and did, realize, did they oh, ever... shit, my little girl is now becoming a woman and going through this thing that I understand. I know, but, but I, I don't, don't understand know enough about it to just make the claim of like, hey, you should be expecting this. And he hasn't had that talk hey, with her. Just jam some Kleenex up there. It's cool. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, did, did they ever Cherokee like hair? <laughs> oh. Do they ever like explain how the mother dies? The mother had uh, an illness, and it was probably cancer. I okay. think they kind of go into it. And while she was in the hospital, he gets holed up at the house um, by the the two gangsters, the one who got shot, and and the other one. I must have slept through this part. Yeah, he 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 tells the story of like why he started doing this business. He's like, yeah, and his partner got shot, and I knew he wasn't going to make it, um, but I did everything I could to save him. And then when he died. He made me get rid of the body, and so I put him in the incinerator, and that's the incinerator thing in the basement that she uh -huh. keeps seeing. That first original one is the one that she's most terrified of. Um, and he peels off ten thousand dollars from money they stole, and he just keeps sending people to me to get rid of bodies after this because they kind of own me. There's nothing I can do um, to keep them from doing it, and we needed the money because my wife passed away, and we had all these hospital bills built up. Huh. Okay, okay, so. The dead people that Gloria sees. 
she has her period. Now we already know that she's seeing dead people, but in the in the time after that is when the dead people start being seen and able to do things to other people. I think that she has psychic abilities and she's conjuring the dead people. She's bringing them back. And if you if you go off of classic huh. X-Men stuff, it's usually when you hit puberty is when your powers start to come out. Mm-hmm. I think the trauma of her mom's death is what made her first started experiencing with her abilities to have dead people come back. So she sees them, but it was always inherent to her. And then she starts bringing them back more and more once she has her period and because of the trauma of these people coming in to raid her house. So I think the whole thing about the dead people being there is because of her. She's manifesting them. That's why she only is the one to see them, but then they start to do stuff to protect her and her father when the other people show up. Is She's become more powerful at that point, and the situation is so much that it's pulling it out of her. Her fear is conjuring them. So it's a very Stephen King kind of thing. That was my thought process as to why it's happening. I think you're giving too much credit. Um, and, and and like I said, I don't know anything that you don't either. But <laughs> but it kind of lines up. And as a storyteller, that's what I would do, but I wouldn't necessarily say it. She says at the beginning that she has seen dead people and stuff. Why it centers around her and no one else. And why it only comes out to protect her and, and Jackie and her dad. Yeah, at that point in time, is because it's still centering around her. I mean, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying or the point in what you're making. I just back to my original point of the fact that it's like I don't fucking want this much from a horror movie. I I, I just like don't <sighs> or from this movie. Well, and that's the thing, and 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 I certainly stopped because there are certain movies where it it, it it's a little better to be more vague or a little more have a little more depth or be a little more thought provoked but the, I, I don't feel like this one needed it and, and the fact that you're coming out of the gate with a very flat dumb story gangsters bring me your dead I will get rid of the bodies this one's not dead and now all of a sudden it's like whoa you know, this one's not dead, and the girl's bringing back all these fucking ghosts and shit, and the ghosts are showing up, and now she's having a fucking period, and she's bringing back more ghosts, and all of a sudden, there's a goddamn ghost orgy in my living room because my daughter's turned on by the black one who's playing the piano with you on finger, and half his goddamn face is falling off. I don't fucking want that. Just, fuck. So, Even my dogs are pissed off. set your expectations in a way that made you receptive to this portion of the story. Yeah, yeah, I mean... And and I know a lot of times I say like, hey, just kind of spoon feed me everything because and to 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 my wife's comment about it too, and it's like I don't go see horror movies because I want to cry. It's like I don't get see I don't get see horror movies and I don't watch all these horror movies because I want to have to think a whole lot. Just fucking give Would me explain, a story. Explain Santa Slay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Just give me a fucking story. And do your best but you to scare do me. Like movies, sometimes that will make you think. I do. I really do. But I want to sit down and be like, "All right, this one's a thinker. I'm in the mood for a thinker." When I sat down for this, understanding what the story was about, I was like, "Just fucking feed it to me." And it does. It does, but 
okay, and I and I think this might be the beauty of the movie is the fact that you can watch it for what you think is happening, and I can watch it for mm-hmm. what I think is happening, and we both get to this. We get the same end game, right? And that's I, I that's think we hard. just solved world peace. <laughs> yeah, all we have to do is get Trump to watch this movie, and maybe he'll shut the fuck up. Uh, we but stop him from playing golf all the time. No, whatever. Um, if we put it on a on a plane to the Ukraine, I'm sure he'll. Anyway, uh, do you think he wants to party? I don't think he wants to do anything. But That's a yes, yes. Eating eating forty seven chicken McNuggets is partying to that old man. So I'm totally down. <laughs> I don't know that I am, but good for you. So yeah, the, I I I. I knew that you were going to have some problems with and and what I've seen most reactions are this the point where the movie falls apart for a lot of viewers is the fact of the dead people showing up is is the the ghost aspect of it felt to them tacked on and that's but it, that's reasonable to say that's it, reasonable to to believe it, it's not that like even when it first started happening I wasn't upset about it it was the point in which other people showed up and they saw the ghosts is when I started to get right. upset. But the ghosts interacted in a way and such that without a, without rewrites, that, that portion of the story couldn't have progressed without them being there. So I it think... It certainly would have been likely that the family wouldn't have made it. Right, 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 right. So the ghost had to show up earlier in the movie to scare the girls so that later in the movie they could fend off the gangsters but i i do appreciate because there there are definitely movies that i could have seen them doing this and then the ghost not showing up until the end and, and just like a big a big chameleon twist right and, and there's also that so i think the way that they presented it I'm, I'm more thankful for the fact that it was it was laid out earlier before um too late where they're just like hey <laughs> by the way fucking ghosts but on the other hand, they could have advertised it a little bit better by establishing stuff, not just the girl sees the ghost, but giving a reasoning as to why she would see the ghost. Um, is there a history there? Is there something about her mom there? Like her mom used to see ghosts too, that kind of stuff. But they could have dropped right. a little bit more information to paint it at the picture so that you have more belief or, into or, why it's happening as opposed to it's just, oh, it's her psychosis because of how fucked up her upbringing is. Or, the, versus, or then be like... Yeah, so or they because if they want to bring in the mom to be like, well, you know what? Before she got sick, she started talking about how she was starting to see the the ghosts of those that she had helped dispose of, something to yep. that effect. And I, and I'm not saying that that would have made the movie better because now we're talking about like a three hour movie, and or, sweet Jesus, I'm not into that. It's really easy with a couple lines to make that that statement though, and and not have the girl say it, but have the dad say it. So that you're still believing that the girl might just mm-hmm. be seeing it in her head as opposed yeah. to there actually being something. But the it is a twist when the ghosts show up and actually have interactions with other people. It's yeah. a twist of like, okay, it's not just her seeing this, it's they can do stuff. Yeah. And that changes the rules. But that rule change, like you said, paints how the ending has to happen for them to kind of get away. Uh, otherwise, it's just a shootout and none of the ghost stuff makes any difference anyways. Um or it, it it just doesn't need to be there. I like that it's there. I I like that I've painted my idea as to why it happens that it does. 
but then it's not necessarily clear for everybody if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Um, I would be interested to talk to people who made this at some point and say, hey, what was the thought process of this? Right. Just because as a storyteller, I, again, I want to I want to find out what they were thinking because I love talking story with people. That's why I do a show like this. Right. Um, so to to your point, and, and I'm going to. So Beatmaster made the comment. There are movies that are three hours and felt half that and 90 minutes movies that felt like an eternity. <clears throat> fuck it's really hard to form sentences right now um this movie did not i mean it was 90 minutes and felt about 90 minutes there were bits and pieces that i didn't care for but what i'm really appreciative for the fact is that you and i can now have this conversation where you saw it one way i saw it another way and we can kind of understand why we saw it but it didn't take away from why i saw it i didn't care for the movie but i didn't hate it right um I never need to watch it again, but it really wasn't a waste of my time. Yeah, I've now watched it twice in two weeks, and it, I enjoyed it as much or even maybe a little bit more the second time as, as I did the first time. Which, and, and, and I've said this with a handful of movies we've done where you and I talk, and it's like, well, I want to go back and watch it because, because of the conversation that was had and, and kind of like the, an understanding that I didn't have before. Um, this might be one that I want to go back and see at a later time to just take it at face value. I mean, there's nothing you pointed out where it's like, well, at like two minutes in, the girl farts and you see the, the ghost in her butt toot. And that's <laughs> what's foreshadowing for the fact that the black guy's playing the piano with one finger. Um, so it's nothing like that, but it's more so the fact that it's like, you know what, maybe I just need to go back and watch it again. Yeah, or or she's casting spells with her menstrual blood as women do. They uh, fucking paint them on the wall, and it's a whole, yeah. ma- it's a mess. It's a real mess, guys. And maybe one girl who's listening. A typo. Um, yeah, no, and and that's like I knew, I knew watching this movie where your head was going to be at with it. Um, in a plane of nachos. I, I know. I knew. I knew that it's a it's a good enough movie that will keep your interest in a lot of ways that a lot of movies don't. <laughs> Is that bad that we've been doing this so long that when you watch a movie, you already know how I'm going to handle it? No. Because it, I don't want to bring you movies that I think you're going to hate. But I've brought you so many movies you've hated Santa Slay. <laughs> but you know what? I love that I watched Santa Slay and got to talk about it with you. I mean, My, I, I get it, but still. What I get from this show is that stuff. And I can guarantee you, if Santa Slay is just casually on cable one day... I will probably leave it on yeah. and laugh my ass it's off a, because of pretty... how much you love it. <laughs> and and I and couldn't just... even rem- I couldn't even tell you what the movie was about if you asked me right now. No, why should we? It's a um, fucking it's a good background movie. I like good yeah. background shows at times. Um, but if you want to listen to that, that's we did Santa Slay around Christmas between one and three years ago. Yeah, and and I, I'm now. I now understand who Goldberg is a little bit more because he's been on the Goldbergs. Um, yeah, he's also the host of uh, Forged and Fire, Knife or Death. Oh, if, really? if you're not, yeah, if you're not a pro wrestling guy, uh, Forged and Fire, Knife or Death is a competition with. You don't have to make the knife; you could purchase the knife, but you have to uh, use it. 
and he's the host, which makes no fucking sense to me, but whatever. I watch it. Well, it makes about as much sense as John Cena being the new host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? He's basically a fifth grader. That's the deal. No, I like John Cena. I think John Cena is fucking great, and he seems like a super nice guy, and he's pretty funny. He's goddamn funny. Yeah. Blockers is honestly one of my favorite goddamn movies. Dude, it was such a weird... I love that movie so much. It was such a weird movie to kind of like Goldberg, the former... Yes, Phil, the the Goldberg, the former wrestler slash NFL player. Uh, Is he going to be in the XFL? Fuck, I hope so. I think Antonio Brown's going to be in the XFL, but I don't think you pay enough attention to NFL news to get that joke. So well, while I'm waiting for Phil to respond, and oh wait, John Cena is great at playing John Cena. Yeah, beat you're right. Um, Antonio Brown, the former NFL player who was on the Raiders, threatened to punch mm. his GM in the face, got traded to the Patriots for yep. half the money, and then and, came out and that he just got let go, jizzed on a girl's back, and then got let go. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be well, in he the got XFL. let go because he was threatening her for trying to expose him yes. for what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. fucking, it's a whole mess. Um, yeah, Phil, Goldberg's still around. So he was in the WWE probably about a year and a half ago. I saw him wrestle in Milwaukee at um, a pay-per-view. <laughs> this is a solid NFL joke. Thank you. It's not every day I can bring an NFL joke and anyone gets it. I mean, all of my NFL jokes are just basically I live in the same state with the Detroit Lions. Ooh, they, won, they, they, uh, they won today. They Phillies today. I know. Erica was pissed off about She's the football She was very game upset. I saw, I saw the score, and I texted her, and I'm like, hey, pal, how you doing? <laughs> um, which is good because the, Philly, uh, the Eagles are playing the Packers this coming Wednesday on Erica and Dan's anniversary Ooh. And I need the fucking eagles to die. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. And they can just fly to the sea. Fly like an eagle at the spirit <sighs> journey. Uh, all right. So I I don't know what else I would even have to say about this movie. Um, so I think we can probably rate it. I'll let you go first. I think you have a lot nicer things to say about this movie than I do. I absolutely do. Um, this movie, if it was just as the movie itself, it would be a, it would be a fuck. It would be a, a pretty happy fuck. Um, but I, I think that what I see in it and, and the performances especially and the fact that it's this production company that I've never heard of and I'm really interested in to know what else they do now Um puts it more into a, a merry category for me. Like I'm hmm. I'm deeply into all of this at this moment. Now it could be like I see another movie or there are other ten movies and they're all shit and they're nothing like this and I get a bad experience from from Black Bond films. I don't know. But from this one picture, I really want to know more about what they're doing and who they are. And uh so are you marrying? I'm marrying this film. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. No, that that that's really it. Is like I'm I'm kind of I'm giving it advantages that it doesn't necessarily earn, but I yeah. there's something there that I want to like more. So I'm marrying it with the fact that it would possibly get like Britney Spears annulled in three days. I don't know. Like once I realized what the fuck actually happened. Uh, oh shit! Really? No, I wasn't thinking straight at all. 
But in this in this particular moment, yeah, I'm marrying it. Um, okay. So I normally rate my movies before you and I do this. Mm-hmm. Before you and I did this, I rated this movie a kill. I'm hes- I- I'm hesitant though. I kind of want to lead towards a fuck because I want to watch it again. But I'm also not like dying to watch it again. Like you I think I watched but Kill is like you didn't enjoy it at all. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like uh, let's hold on, we'll switch it to a fuck because I will watch this movie eventually. I'm not going to go watch it now. I don't know when I'll go watch it, but someday I'm going to be like, you know what? I got 90 minutes. Let's fucking watch that movie again. That's where yeah. I'm at. And that's where I thought you would land. I, I yeah. thought you would land at a at a fuck, but not like a like yeah. I'll just do it, and it's it it's something sloppy. I'm, I'm into it for the moment, but right, you know, I'm super into it in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I'll stop. Oh god. Um, yeah. I don't, what what do you want to do next time? Oh shit. Uh, I don't know it. It, it would be a, it would be well, next Sunday. I know I've been really shitty at uh, communication lately, but uh, next Sunday we're still good. If next Sunday I have a wedding so next we, Saturday, but it's just to get drunk at a bar reception. It's not a full blown all day wedding. So the it's next, a normal Saturday. The, the next Saturday I'm standing up, so that is my whole weekend's gone. And that may be. I'm, I'm trying to think of what the dates are. What's the Saturday after next? The date fifth. So that's the beginning of the spooky season. Okay, so that. That's fine because I'm probably going to be visiting my dad because that's the okay. weekend. My birthday is the seventh, oh. um, so I'm taking vacation that week oh. uh, because mentally I'm having a breakdown. Nope. Yep. And I saw both that. my boss and my coworkers have said you need to get out of here. We're afraid that have you're. You, have you tried masturbating more? No, no. You I should I just give it that. Give that a go. But yeah, definitely take that week off. So. Um, okay. So, so I was going to talk to you because I was probably going to try to go visit my dad because oh, I've lived here for a year now and still haven't seen my. No, yeah, do that, do that. So we'll do next Sunday and then take the following Sunday off, which would be which would coincide with your your vacation. Yep, and then uh, I know Anthony had reached out and Fuck. asked about being on with us in October. Yeah, so the following week I'm in Denver, Sunday to Thursday. So we will we will work some stuff out. We'll try yeah. to make that all so, add up because I think that that following weekend after my birthday anyways is it's my wedding anniversary okay okay uh, the 12th so so we may just do one late may, or yeah. maybe we'll just like hammer two couple days in a row something like that but yeah we'll figure that one out because yeah Anthony wants to come back. We'll, we'll line it up we'll yep. figure it out yep jack texts me he's got a couple people that want to come on awesome um, so so if we don't have a plan for next week is there anything that you've been wanting to do please because i can hit you with something but i've now picked a couple, and other than guests, I don't know that you've picked in a while. I guess the purge was technically mine. The curse, La Llorona. Um, Shed of the Dead. All right, I'm pulling up my the movies that I got here. Um, a be- reminder to people who who either visit us in the chat. Or listen to the show, uh, and anytime you want to email us and give us suggestions as to movies that you think we should do, we'd love to hear that. Pot at gncast.com. Yep. Um, I did just recently re 
acquire the sleep uh, sleepwalkers. I would be fine with doing sleepwalkers. I'm uh, in the last three episodes of the revival of Twin Peaks. Finally, um, Annabelle, the new Annabelle comes home. I want to watch. Uh, I'll always know what you did that last summer. Oh God, that's we, right. We talked about that one. Um, I think Karen watched that, and she just kind of shook her head as she walked away. From the the, he- the headhunter. I also heard that one was pretty good. I don't know that one. Um, bring it up to uh, on the outskirts of a kingdom, a quiet but fierce medieval warrior protects the realm from monsters and the occult. His gruesome collection of heads is missing only one: the monster that killed his daughter years ago. Driven by the thirst of revenge, he travels wild expanses on horseback. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Um, it sounds deep. So if you want to do something deep, we can do something deep. Is, or if you want to do something fun, seventy-one dumb, minutes. Dumb. It is an hour and ten minutes long. Oh, well, that's good. Um, so there's that. Um, Secret Life of Pets two. We can do that one. No. <laughs> Uh, we got to do the rest of the Saw movies. I don't even know if my Mike's still watching, but we got to do the rest of the Saw movies too. Yeah, but we got to do those with Mike. Yeah, I know. Um, so what do you want to do? There's certainly more. That was just the like the. the I mean, Sleepwalkers is is near and dear to my heart. I haven't seen Sleepwalkers in a very long time. We could. Do that if you want. Ron, yeah, because if, I'm, if I'm going off the it. idea of, of watching Twin Peaks, oh, we could do Fire Walk with me at some point. I we could, which I've never watched the show, so am I going to understand it? No, but it's... I, I hesitate to suggest it, even though the movie takes place technically before the show. Yeah. It reveals a lot of the stuff that the show and builds I, to reveal. I started to watch it. I just I didn't have the attention span to finish Twin Peaks. Oh god, so, it gets it gets tough in that second season. Right, and, and I was about halfway through the first, and I didn't. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But no, uh, it, because of my my Twin Peaks love, there are, there are two movies I could think of in in a horror movie uh, span that would work. Because Match Dynamic is uh, in Sleepwalkers, and and goddamn lovely, and um, yeah, the people under the stairs. Is the other side of it. Yep. Which, um, which not only works for my, my love of Twin Peaks, but also works for my love of my so-called life. Phil uh, says that you can watch all of Twin Peaks and still have no idea what's going on. That's true. That's what I've heard. So what the fuck are we watching? Phil, I know you're still paying attention. Beat, you might still be there. Of the movies we mentioned, what, what do you want us to do? I like when other people make decisions for me. I'm going to continue to guzzle this beer while you decide. It's like a ventriloquism. I'll drink. You decide. <laughs> oh it's shit! Fucking Beatmaster, you son of a bitch! What the fuck is that? The prophecy? Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walken. Uh, a series of movies with Christopher Walken. What? Well, what goddamn series of movies? Uh, I saw people under the stairs in the theater, and I remember loving them. Just how weird it was. Is Eric Stoltz in their first one? I feel like that is, if I remember correctly. Also, the still no one has made a decision for us. Someone make a decision. Someone make a goddamn decision. 
Viggo Mortensen. Wow, shit, that's a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Beat's decision uh, is the prophecy. Uh, yeah, but Phil's is also the people under the stairs. All right, prophecy. Uh, Phil has agreed. The prophecy. Oh God, damn! I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> the prophecy. Ninety-five. Yeah, just the first one. Uh, we can start with the first one and then see how far you want to go into the series. Sweet, I mean, you never Christ, made, made it to like Critters Two. Four of them, and I, I, I really like Critters Two. And I don't it has know nothing to do with the Critters fact 3. that I don't want to watch Critters Two through Seven. It's just four. that it's just four, I and then know, the TV series now. I'm just fucking with you. Whatever it's just that now. there's so much other stuff to watch. Although, did you hear about the Dish, um, the Dish TV thing that they have going on? Yeah, if, if you watch with 13 Stephen so King movies. you have to apply for it, and then right. you have to be chosen. So I applied for it. Because you have the dish? No, I don't. And I've, but it, that's, not a, that's not a make or break. Oh, okay. But I think, I think they're going to give priority to people a dish because they're giving you the 13 movies. All right. So they're going to give them to you through dish. Um, so I'm certain I'm out, but I still fucking applied. I mean... If you don't get picked up, we could just do the 13 movies. Dude, they want you to do the 13 movies between October 22nd and 31st. Yeah, but I mean, even if, if it if it doesn't happen for you and you don't wind up watching I would, them they're, they're, that, we could do a review of the 13 movies. We could just like spend a couple months doing... Right, which I'm totally down for. Um, or the 13... Or of the 13, the movies that we actually want to watch or haven't watched. Because there are I, a couple... Um, give me a second here. Uh, I've had creeds with arm wide open stuck in my head for quite a while. So you're living your own horror film. We're all wide open. Such a good fucking song, though. Um, <laughs> is it? Gmail. Uh, is it? If you're me, it is. How drunk are you? Enough. I I can't understand how you're disappointed in the new corn album and you're singing Creed in your head. <laughs> Um, it, it's, it's been in my head for the entirety of the episode. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. I got rid of it. Like the last 20 years that it's been out. Um, that, that's kind of like having the hiccups for 15 years straight where you just want to kill yourself. Beats right. We got to do evil dead at some point, but we have to pick which evil dead all. I, I don't think I've ever seen two. And it has been a long time since I've seen three, uh, Army of Darkness. Evil Dead 2 is kind of like Hellraiser 2, where a lot of it is Hellraiser 1. Um, and I, that's what I've heard. It's 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 yeah. Evil Dead 1, but funny. Um, yeah, it, it's basically, it develops its personality and where it's going to go forward. Yeah. It. So, circling back, the list of Stephen King movies are Carrie, original or the remake, Children of the Corn, Christine, Creepshow, Cujo, Dreamcatcher, It, original or the remake, 2017 remake, uh, The Mist, Pet Cemetery, original or remake, Salem's Lot, Shining, Thinner, and Misery. Hmm. Christine is the only one on this list I have not seen. You've never seen Christine? I have not. I think that may have been the first Stephen King movie that I ever saw. I wish I remember the first. I think Langoliers was the first one I saw, or Tommy Knockers. I, I, I believe it. It's Terry Farrell from Deep Space Nine in it. Oh, no, sure no, it doesn't, because Terry Farrell's in the movie with the guy that's from Christine. Um, 
Back to School, which I actually just recently watched. So I don't know why I thought they'd be in both. Um, I feel like we talked yeah. about Christine because something with a car. Yeah, it's definitely with a car. Yeah. So uh, Phil says that his middle son and I are doing a short series of Stephen King episodes on the BBM feed. I imagine. Uh, Robot Mountain. Oh, see here. I thought it was Big Black Media. Yeah, it's it's similar. Pretty close. Um, the Stand. So Pete, they're they're and I've seen the Stand, but they're redoing it, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, the Stand reminds me of Death's Leprosy album. Wrap your brain around that one. <laughs> so we've technically rated the movie. We've ended the episode. We can stop, right? Uh, yeah, we've decided that we're doing the prophecy next. The thing that prophecy. neither of us chose was yep. chosen for us. That's exactly what we wanted. That's what we want. And uh, we've given out the email address so that other people can suggest movies that we mm-hmm. don't want. Uh, pot at GNCast.com. Yep. So that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast. Here. We'll talk to you guys next time. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.